You will, yes. Very good. You're in our picture. Hey, Justin, welcome to the Edge Broadcast. Hey, thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. I, thank you so much for having me on, man. Well, like I was telling the, before the show, I was telling people, I said, Justin Williams of the Hidden Gateway Podcast, he's a he's a soldier in, soldier in arms, so to speak, because we both have podcasts, and we, we look in these sort of subjects that uh, many years ago would have been certainly taboo, ridiculous, and unheard of, but now... With, with, with the with the company lines, shall we say, I, th I think we all are kind of discovering, maybe we need another source of information because what we've been doing ain't been working. Do you agree with that, Justin? 150%, absolutely. Uh, the way I look at it, Daniel, is um, nothing is as it seems. Uh, there's been a lot of, uh, humanity has been tricked and programmed for, for centuries into uh, believing, a, a, into having a certain mindset, I should say, but... Uh, a, people like you and I are, are breaking the norm and, and, and going forward, moving forward and uh, un unveiling things and, and, and coming with our truth, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that is, that's an interesting way because truth, because really it, it is, you mentioned truth would be sort of descriptive of a war. And, there, and, you know, one network, somebody said, you know, there's a war for our mind. Well, that certainly is the case. And the war for our mind, Justin, as you know, I mean, it comes from corporations. It comes from education. It even comes from religious institutions. And they're all battling. Every one of them, man, is battling, marketing us, uh, selling our information, manipulating us. And now they don't have to do it. They've got to, it's at such a scale that using AI that they know and in fact i was talking to my wife the other day i was saying well they know what we're going to be shopping at amazon okay they've already they've got a they've got an algorithm of us but i'm thinking but if we were to resist say not Al amazon but let's just say nefarious powers who have been using ai to track us through our social media posts and whatnot uh guests we interview uh perhaps those nefarious forces not only know what who you're going to interview we're going to talk about but if you make up your minds well i'm going to trick them by doing something i wouldn't normally do because they their ai will determine will tell you what we know what they're going to do we know what the public is going to do we know how far we can push them here's how they're going to resist here's what they're going to do but then I'm, I'm, i was thinking but what if we were to try to not be ourselves would we trick the algorithm or would the ai algorithm even know that we would do that that is interesting. That is a very interesting point you bring up there. And I would think that it's possible because I'm, I'm of the mindset that anything is possible. So if the collective put their minds together, I'm sure we could, you know, come up with something to uh, to battle that. Um, and I, I like what you said when you mentioned war. It's a war going on. Um, the way I personally like to say it, it's a spiritual war going on. That is something that was actually revealed to me uh, earlier this year. I had the uh, fortune. I was fortunate enough to be a part of a uh, a ceremony, a spiritual ceremony. Uh, I'm in the Phoenix area, so it was in, in Tucson, and uh, I participated in an ayahuasca ceremony, and that allowed me to, wow, man, just really receive a lot of downloads and information. Took me to another place. It was uh, it was amazing, life changing. One of the many life changing mm -hmm. uh, experiences I've had uh, along my journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting journey you've had too. As I've looked over your bio and and sort of your life, of course you've got the your recent book out here in the Eye of the Father. Uh, so have you you have you been in the Eye of the Father? Oh yes, yes, I've been in the Eye of the Father before I before I arrived here on this planet, sir. Absolutely, um, it's it's been some journey for me, and the reason that I wrote the book is because I just needed wanted and needed to get my truth out there. I uh, wanted to tell my story in the hopes of helping others. 
right? I experienced a lot of trauma um, as, as a young child uh, from, you know, from my father. He was uh, a man who was uh, very strong. Uh, he was a Marine, but he was also an alcoholic. And he also dealt with a lot of uh, toxicity, negative energy. He carried a lot of inter intergenerational trauma, if you will, throughout his life where he fell out with his father for 30 years. And they, thank God, reconciled shortly before he passed. Mm -hmm. And then he had some issues with his mother. And, you know, and unfortunately, that, that toxicity, that, that negative, low vibrating energy um, was projected upon my mother and my brother and I. Mm -hmm. And uh, that caused uh, me to... Um, grow up to be a, a kid who, you know, was uh, scared. I, I lived in fear, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was raised in a household where my father's mantra was, uh, a child is to be seen and not heard. I was never allowed to express myself. And then, you know, I was also grew up in the church because my mother is a, you know, evangelist. We grew up Church of God in Christ. And, you know, I, I went through all that and, you know, was very religious at one time. I got away from the church, but I got on this entire journey of, of self-discovery and, and, and rebirth, if you will. And um, now I'm at the point where um, I have this, this freedom, right? And I don't have those chains those 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 uh, those locks to hold me back, and I'm at the point where I want to give back and you know speak my truth and, and help others. I heard you before we got started. I was looking at your show, looking at the show on YouTube, and the Fauci piece, man, that had me. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. I don't know if you've had a chance to go on my Instagram yet, but um, a lot of our views it seems like aligned in that regard. So, mm -hmm. uh, but here I am, man. Here I am to, to to help people, to help humanity. That that's my fight now. So wow. Hey, you know, Justin, I can't think of a better calling in life than to help our fellow man, brothers, because. And I, I think I even said this last week. I said, if you feel, and you probably, you know this, that if you feel something's really wrong with your life or something's really not going right, do something for somebody else and watch what happens to your life. You know, I think sometimes we're waiting for our lives to turn around, but maybe we start reaching out. It, that's the key. You mentioned the key. But let me ask something else, man. You said so much in, in that just a second ago uh, about, uh, about your father and I know from my church background, that type of thing, I believe was the generational sin is what I think they called it. And uh, I've been to places and I've heard people talk about, well, you know, your, the, the sin in your life or the problems with your life is because it was handed down to you generationally. And their remedy, of course, as you, you, you know as well in a church setting, that to, uh, you know, address the generational sin you know talk to it speak to it cast it out get anointed whatever you got to do but now it's i'm i'm thinking are you saying that you didn't go the traditional church route for the generational baggage to be removed you did did you go another way or was it direct revelation yeah you're spot on so again i was raised in the church right um you know i was one of those kids that went to church three four five times a week you know that that that's what it was for me and uh you know, I, I I developed this understanding of who I thought God was, um, and, and who I thought Christ was. And then I, I get older, and then uh, <clears throat> last year in uh, 2020, uh, you know, obviously being the, the the year that it was for a lot of people. But I tell people all the time, Daniel, that was the best year of my life. It truly was. That is when I was finally able to break those chains. But it was a progress. It, it didn't start last year. It, it probably started I would say it started five or six years prior to that um, I remember coming home from work one day 
this is when I lived in in, in uh, San Diego. Again, now I'm in the Phoenix area. Originally from the Metro Detroit area, mm-hmm. but um, always always love love the Creator, the universe. And I had a bad day. I came in, went up to my room, sat on my bed all alone, and I asked the universe for truth. And then I heard something, and it was audible, just like you and I are talking right now. What I was told is, nothing is as it seems. And then from there, I began receiving revelation over the years regarding truths about humanity, truths about the government, uh, truths, truths about myself, you know, and then it got to a point, fast forward to 2020, where um, I learned about spirituality, right? And and my wife and I, before 2020, we, we had gone through this, because she was raised up in the church as well, we had go, go, gone through this thing where we were, you know, going to different churches, and it just never seemed right, it never seemed to be a fit, and we were exploring different religions and things like that, and, uh, but then I learned about spirituality in 2020, Daniel, and that, that changed me. Um, I started learning about Archangels, um, Archangel Metatron, Ar- uh, you know, Archangel Michael, Archangel Michael, uh, who essentially is the same. Um, I started having visions. Um, one of the biggest things I always dealt with was fear. And I, I think fear, and I, I saw that poll you're running, and fear is one of the things mm-hmm. that you have listed on there. Yeah. And fear was always uh, something that, that caused me to not step forward right Mm -hmm. and then it came to me that i should go skydiving and that week leading up to my jump was the craziest week of my life now i tell you what if you would have asked me two years ago would i ever go up 10 15 20 feet in a plane and jump out nah man that's (laughs) not me that's not what i'm doing (laughs) it's not happening but I learned how to deal with fear, and I learned that fear is a bully, and I learned that fear fears itself. And what I mean by that is that fear actually fears not being being able to make you fear anymore. And once fear understands that it cannot control you, that's when it realizes you have the power, and so it backs off. And I'm not saying I don't get scared and that fear doesn't come but I'm just able to control it now, which has allowed me to step into my greatness, if you will, mm-hmm. if that if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But again, 2020 was just a, a year of uh, self-discovery. Um, I also started meditating as well in 2020, and that became life-changing for me as well. That was completely life-changing. I've, I've had these experiences uh, where I have, uh, you know, had out-of-body experiences. I, I, I started doing the uh, Robert Monroe gateway experience uh meditation i'm not not sure if you you've heard of that or not uh but uh robert monroe was an individual who uh studied consciousness he he, uh had something going on in the 70s at at his center and it was became to a point where the u.s army they sent their scientists there to see what was going on because they they had heard about it and uh Essentially, what they did, they weaponized it, and and you can look this up. And the the CIA, the documents were um, released on the C, by the CIA about uh, six or seven years ago. So you can go to the CIA website and they and, and look at the cla- unclassified documents now, where they talk all about it. It got to the point where they 
during the Cold War, they were spying on the Russians and the Chinese. Actually, they, these government officials having out-of-body experiences and, and going to the, the astral plane. And, you know, but, so this is, these are the things that, that uh, I've been experiencing, you know, since, since 2020. Mm. Wow. Two things. Well, uh, and I'd have to say to the audience watching, has anybody had more fear than jumping out of a plane? I mean, uh, that, I know, and I was thinking about that, uh, Justin, when, when you, you know, you did that, I mean, you know, uh, everybody has a lot of fear in their life, but there's not much m more that you can fear than jumping out of a plane because you never know if that, now your shoe opened, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right? That's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man, you know, there's some weird stuff out there, but, uh, so really, I guess somebody could say, well, you know, I got fear, but if unless you get to that level of fear, you might. You, I think you still got we st we got a chance. Now you did mention the poll, and so I went ahead and looked at it. Uh, what limits you the most? And uh, fear is tied number one for money and really some disability, unfortunately. And I guess we can talk about disability too, because I want to know from you do, if people with disabilities can they have the same kind of optimism that you're bringing forth on the program and through your life? Had you had it, could you have done it? Uh, so, so we'll see if that poll, how that poll changes, because they typically change those polls. They're dedicated to the topic, or the guest, and so they typically change depending on how the people uh, internalize the information they're getting. So, all right. So you mentioned, uh, would you say Archangel Angel Metatron? Yes, sir. That's correct, Metatron. And when I saw that, and I just heard you as you said that, another cron came in my mind. Do you know what cron that is? What's that? Omnicron. Ah. Now I wonder if Omnicron can battle Metatron because it seems like they it seems like they would seems like they'd be getting into big old smackdown right there. But uh, all jesting aside, uh, the word the just Omnicron itself. Now we've got a base when we're talking about fear, and that sounds like you said one of the biggest things because you know that's you just started off with that. And I'm sure there are other challenges as well for to move along in the trail of success and, 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 and knowledge. But um, so we have a in our psyche been built up this fear of a certain uh, virus. OK, we shall remain unnamed so that my, I don't get kicked off YouTube, but I may name it anyway, just because I'm honorary. Okay, but anyway, so <laughs> in fact, sometimes I try to get kicked off. I want to see how far I can go. I, I and here's I'm sorry, I'm ranting a little bit. But let me tell you. So I had Twitter when I was on Twitter. I finally got off. I see my friends; they get banned from Twitter, and they just say, "Well, I said this, and Twitter banned me." I said, "Great, man!" So I posted the same thing because I wanted to get banned, and I wouldn't get banned. Man, I don't know what happened there. So anyway, so fear. So we got a base of fear. That person may have it. Don't do this. Do this. You got all this fear. So, but now. So we got this base that we've been built up in all of our minds, this fear in 2021 has been all built up. Now we're coming to this word. That word going into 22 is the like the cap, the cornerstone, the capstone. It's the, when that word is mentioned, they don't have to build this foundation of fear because it already exists. So now like I say, well, you can't work here. Why? Omnicron. Uh, you can't have, you can't, your gas price is high. Why? Omnicron. And there's no answer. You know, that's the answer. Because this foundation has been laid, that thing needs to be de deconstructed, Justin. Yes, yes, it does. Yes, it does. And again, all fear-based, right? And another thing that I learned about fear, Daniel, is the Creator. He puts 
the best things in life on the other side of fear. And that is one of the reasons why that energy, that low vibrating, that negative, that dirty energy of fear does not want us to have what's intended for us, what is our right to have. And we have everything. The universe has equipped us with everything inside to do everything we need to do to battle it. Now, going back to what you said, we must have a certain mindset. We must step forward in faith. Just like my book says, a memoir of faith and redemption. These evil dark forces at play, they know that the light is rising. In fact, that's why they've been doing what they've been doing for the last 20 months, because they know that humanity is stepping into something greater, something stronger. And they continuously try to push this stuff on us, push this stuff on us to prevent that from happening. And like I said earlier, anything is possible. I know that to be a fact. I know that to be truth. And so if we can collectively come together and vibrate on a, on a high level, humanity as a whole, mm -hmm. which I do believe is going to happen at some point, they better watch out, my friend. They better watch out. It is something in store. We, we've been going through this change, and it's just going to get better and better and greater and greater. Now, it's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. But we know who has the victory. You know, they're trying to push these boosters on us and all this other stuff. Man, please. I, I believe that if one is in tune with self and something greater than self, which is the universe, our universal creator, if one has a, a specific diet and, 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 and if people do not consume low vibrational foods, then we rise. And then we, we then then our awareness kicks in. Mm -hmm. And then our gifts become more and more powerful because we all have gifts. And that's mm -hmm. another thing I discovered uh, last year. Gifts of intuition. Some people may call it psychic abilities, clairvoyance, gifts of healing. But I, I've, I've done all this. So going back to my book, I like to think of it as a template, right, that people can use. And I'm not saying I'm special and I'm the only person. We, we all can do this, man. We all can do it. But we have to fight. And not only do we have to fight, but it all starts with people being aware of knowing what to do to, to defeat this this evil energy and I'm all about energy too man it's like energy is everything everything's made of energy and it's so you know just you and I talking and even even people listening in and looking in we're all transferring energy as we have this experience you know so we have to be very protective of that and we have to as it says in the good book we have to put on our armor daily you know mm -hmm. so all right um we have people watching the show. Of course, they're sending questions in through our, our moderator, chat moderator. We have two chats going on. If you're watching this program on YouTube, the chat is on the right. If you're watching this program on our website, the chat is on the left. Both of those pop out, and they're both connected. So you can put your questions in there, people. Now, this is from Freely Speaking. It says, Justin, as you came closer to God, was the prophecy of Revelation manifesting in more obvious ways for you to discern? Absolutely, absolutely. And being that I come from a church, a religious background, you know, there's a lot of people um, in my family who, who are not happy with the, the path I've taken. But again, it's my truth. And um, I, I tell them all the time, I feel closer to God now than ever before. 
Um, going to the question, that ayahuasca ceremony that I participated in, I tell you what, that was such a revelation for me. So it was a three-day ceremony in the desert. We were outside underneath the stars for three nights. I traveled up there. And uh, when I got on the road, I stopped to get a bite to eat, and Spirit spoke and said, this will be your, and it was a Friday, a Friday afternoon, 12 o'clock. I remember looking at the clock in my car. It was uh, 12 o'clock. I was, ran in, got the food, just hurry up and ate, ate in my car, and Spirit spoke and said, this is going to be the last meal you consume until Monday morning. I said, okay. Now, one thing that I started doing in 2020 was intermittent fasting. So my body was primed to do this, right? And uh, so I get up there. And I check into my hotel, and then I had to be at the uh, the ceremony site at about 7 p.m. And, uh, you know, I go and I meet everyone. It was about 40 of us. It was uh, conducted by a shaman and, and his crew. And I tell you what, Daniel, my, my first night was the father revealing to me what's going on. And that just circles back to when I talked about the spiritual warfare. Um, all the newbies... Uh, went first. I, I drank the, the sacred ayahuasca and uh, went back to my sleeping bag. I then uh, didn't feel anything for about 45 minutes. Then I look up at the stars and they were, they were, they, it's like all this, I could see every star in the sky and they were much closer than the normal. And then they started to dance and then I learned I could control them. And then I was taken to this place that was an underworld and I heard a lot of moaning and crying and the father revealed to me that is indeed a spiritual warfare and one thing that he said as well which is already in play is that there's going to be a mass purge of millions of people dying and as you know that that has started to happen due to what's being delivered to people that people are taking but even though I saw this trauma and this this death and all these other things it was a light I saw as well uh, so with that said I know that it won't be easy but humanity has victory you know um, I hope that kind of answers the question was 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 the uh, the person who asked the question did they want or need something more specific all right, freely speaking, if that answer wasn't quite in, as in-depth as you'd like, just uh, send a question back through to Jade, and she'll get it over to me. We'll continue on with that thread of, of thought. Okay, and, and I was thinking while you said that, uh, we, we were talking, uh, Justin, um, and you were very sober about what you saw, so we'll, we can fill in the blanks in our own mind with that. But um, is and it, it, it seems as if the, the drink that you took helped you achieve something. Now, is it possible that people can reach that level of revelation without it that maybe some people require it or need it at their specific point of life where other people have went a different path but yet will can arrive without it yes people can definitely arrive without it um and you have to be very careful with with things like that right um it shouldn't be something that someone relies on you know, but it can be, I, I definitely know that it can be used as a tool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but people can reach that point uh, w without it, no doubt. Um, and, and we're all different. It may take some people uh, longer than others, which is okay. You know, there, there's no set thing to it. We're, we're all on our different different journeys here. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But you have to be careful with it. it, it you know, mm -hmm. 
unfortunately some people you know depend on those type things to to have those experiences but um for myself i use it as a tool i've done it one time and i probably will do it again at some point when i feel led by the spirit to do it again uh but what i do now is i i do deep meditation and prayer i i have a, a what i like to call a sacred space here in my home where I, I built an altar um and it's it's all divine all light and I, I always make sure i stay grounded in the father in divine light um because when you when you start doing spirituality and, and get into the spiritual world you can get all types of attachments and get carried away and <clears throat> i'm not of the dark i don't want to have anything to do with it i'm, I'm here to fight the dark you know um but you have to be careful, and you, you definitely don't want to get to the point where you depend on that. You know, and you, you have uh, various cultures that have been doing these things for, for centuries, having out-of-body experiences and things like that just strictly through through prayer, prayer and meditation. When I think about the monks, when they go off in the caves, and, you know, they, they're able to do all types of things. They're able to have these out-of-body experiences and, and whatnot. Um, but again, you, you have to be careful. You have to be very careful when, when doing things like that. So. And, and when I hear that, it always reminds me there's a biblical text that talks, it might be Paul, and he, Paul, and he says something like, um, uh, whether I was in the body or not, I don't know. That's in the Bible. He said that whether I was in the Bible, in the body or not, you know, but I got to, he got some revelation too. So, you know, God is, um, as our, the father is, it certainly can't be put in a box so i'm not right. i'm not one to say you can't get revelation the way you did it i wasn't there i don't know what's in your head and i haven't lived your life so i can simply ask questions and and as for somebody who may have skepticism well you know you took something and you know god says don't take something well i mean i, I didn't particularly read that in the bible that god says don't take anything to get a deeper understanding maybe it's maybe it's written in there and i haven't read it yet but on the other hand you know you should judge them by their fruits and so the fruit that i'm seeing from you right now the vibe i'm getting you know i'm i don't think you're i don't think you're saying hey man the devil's a great way to go you know he'll he'll lead you in fact in fact the devil's got he's he's got he's got some help it's in a hypodermic man so he'll help you right out <laughs> right, right he's gonna help you and i like what you said we all have different experiences and we all have our different ways to how we connect with the father uh, the Father has a plan for all of us, and, and you know, my, my prayer for humanity is that, that each and every person finds that at some point. Unfortunately, uh, th there are going to be a lot of people who don't, but um, but my prayer is that, that they do. Um, and even when we talk about the Bible, which is obviously the greatest book of all time, um, through the research I've done, unfortunately, there's been a lot of things added and a lot of things taken away that should not be there. In fact, that was another revelation that was uh, given to me during my ceremony where the, where the spirit spoke and said that uh, that they they, uh, they they changed some of the words of Christ and uh, people have got a lot of it misconstrued right um, and then this whole religion thing comes in and I'm not bashing anyone that that, that, that goes to church I'm not bashing anyone that uh, that, that is into religion like my mom she does it she's an evangelist but, but that's her route that's her journey right and and that's good you know there, there's a, been millions upon billions of people that that have different religions and and things they practice whether it be Christianity or, or whatever it may be and this is a conversation I had someone with someone recently right is that the father I know and love 
and that I know loves me and every man, woman, and child will not send someone to hell because they were not exposed to Christianity at some point in their life. When you talk about other people in other countries growing up in different religions, you know, and that may strike a nerve with some folks, but again, that's my truth. That's what's been revealed to me. And I think sometimes people, like you said minutes ago, put God in a box and they, we, they've been programmed to believe this, that, or whatever. But who's to say that when, when we when we leave this earth that I, I may see the man next door who wasn't raised in Christianity. Mm -hmm. He may be a Buddhist. He may be whatever. I, you know, who's to say I won't see him in heaven? Mm -hmm. Truth is, we don't know. Mm -hmm. But what I do know is that divine light is based in love, and it's a love stronger than you and I or anyone else is able to comprehend because cause it's, it's, it's the Father, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But um, I do believe that you... You have to have integrity. I do believe that you have to have uh, love in your heart and and do the right thing. And I think God is is happy with that, man. I, you know, he, he knows what it's like. He knows the challenges we face, the temptations we face. I, I don't think I necessarily agree with uh, the, you know, when, when they talk about in the Bible a, a God of uh, stricken and, you know, you're going to hell and doing this. You know, I don't, I don't know, man. And, and I've done some research on that, too. Um <laughs> It's it's you know there's yeah. people have a lot to say about that I, 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 you know that, that that conversation can go on for an hour right there I, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. <clears throat> I'll tell you a funny story. I, I, I started getting a little bit enlightened about how things are out there. You know, you start off in church kind of naive, and uh, which is okay. And a lot of times, and you say you went to church too. And uh, I, I think I, I would I would describe like an evangelical type of thing, maybe even a Pentecostal bent type of thing. Those those are sometimes are boot camps necessary for later in life. You know, you need to go through a boot camp. It's got to be tough. You know, you got to have, you know, you can't do this, can't do that. You you need this shock, you know, so, so that's good. Uh, but then the Bible says to them that, uh, you know, there's a time when you get got to get off the milk and get on the meat, which I know kind of opposite of what you've done, but that's, then that's kind of a funny thing I'm just thinking of right there. But, uh, you know, at some point you, you, you got to grow a little bit, you know, you got to, you got the milk and now you got to get to meet the deeper things of God. The Bible says, uh, to search out the deep things of, of God, you know, he wants you to dig deep and search for him. It sounds like you're doing this pretty heck of a search anyway. So I was getting ready to say, so I was listening to the radio and this preacher came on and, uh, he was rant, ranting against, um, um, uh, like a new kind of a newer tempo music in church, uh, which I don't particularly like anyway. You know, I think sometimes it's just a big show. You know, you got electric guitars, you got smoke machines, you got jumbotrons going on. I mean, it's a it's a production, man. Uh, but anyway, he go, but he 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 goes he goes. Uh, the Lord doesn't like that kind of music. He likes Southern gospel, and I'm gonna play you some right now. And I'm thinking, I go, wait a minute, time out, hold it, hold it. You mean you like Southern gospel and therefore you think God likes it. You know, he applied his bias to music, you know, because yeah. he likes it. Then, of course, God doesn't like that, you know, but I just thought that that's when I thought, hmm, I wonder how many variations are like that. When, when you go to a church, you don't go in there and say, I got some revelation. You go in there and you sign up and say, I agree with whatever you've done and whatever you say, because you're not going to have no input in that crowd. They've already decided you're, you, you join them. They don't listen to, you know, that's, oh, well, I ran again. All right. Got questions coming in for you, Justin. Here we go. This is from our moderator, Jade. 
It says, when Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father but by me. How do you balance that out with your form of spiritualism? Well, I definitely believe in Christ. Um, and, you know, I believe that the Spirit of Christ lives in me, right? I believe that um, Christ was a, was a remarkable man. And to answer the question, you know, I think that, again, that was maybe something that is, is misconstrued by a lot of people. My personal belief is that um, you, you don't need anyone or anything to, to have a relationship with the Father, right? And, and obviously in Christianity, Christ uh, was the ultimate sacrifice, so we can all be forgiven of our sins and, and make it to the promised land of heaven. You know, um, and, and this is this is something that that I, I've struggled with for a long time over over the last few years, where I just asked the Father about about Christ, about you know Jesus, whether or not th that is that is truth. You know, and with my experiences and what I now believe is that Christ is as great as he is phenomenal the greatest person if you will to to walk the earth but again I don't I don't feel like he is something that's necessary to have a relationship or to make it into the kingdom of heaven I think it goes back to thousands of years ago where things were put in place by certain individuals to have control. And I also believe that we've been programmed to, to continuously believe this over thousands of years, you know? Um, and then I'll just circle back to what I said earlier. So the Christ, I'm sorry, the father that I know and love and that I've had my personal experiences with, I cannot, I don't believe that he will condemn those who don't accept Christ as the Savior. You know, um, and and, and that, that's how I feel about it, and and that's my truth, and and I, I now sit well with that. But again, it was something that I battled with for years, especially considering my upbringing in the church, and you know, my mom being who she is, an evangelist, and and all these other people in my family. You know, obviously that that had this great effect upon me, but. That was something that, again, I struggled with, but now I'm at peace with. Mm -hmm. And I, it's almost as like the father's just, just rubbing my head and, and patting me on the back and saying, Justin, I love you. It's okay. It's okay for you to feel that way and to have those beliefs. Just know that I love you. Not only do I love you, but I live in you, and we are one. And that's like what, what I said earlier, the spirit of Christ lives in me as well. Because, And that was another lesson I've learned during my ceremony is that we all are one we're all connected you know it's it's my it's my belief daniel that we all could be god having a a, a human experience mm -hmm. you know and and as we have these experiences he's just collecting information you know and mm -hmm. and and that's that, that that's mm -hmm. what i believe man that's what mm -hmm. i believe mm -hmm. Well, I'm not going to take any chances, man. I'm going to call Jesus my Savior, okay? All right. Got a question from Rose. She says, what is the hidden gateway? 
Oh wow, the Hidden Gateway is is my is my obviously my podcast and what I discuss on there. We we go into the uh, the journey. We go on a journey into the unknown realms of spirituality, science, and you know, uh, assessing the the uh, the human potential. And so I, I've been very blessed, very fortunate to have an array of guests on there. And we don't stick to one thing, one topic. I mean, I've I've had. Uh, guests such as Robert Kennedy Jr., nice. David Icke, wow, um, Dr. Christian Northup, Tommy Chung, Chris Voss, so a whole wide range of people, and I just allow it to be their platform where they they, they tell their truths, and, and we try to try to learn from each other, and just try to get information out there to people, you know, um, and, and to help. It's all about helping and serving humanity. Um, it, I started the podcast actually this month would be my my one year anniversary, and I tell you what, if someone would have told me a year and a half ago that I'd be hosting the podcast and, and doing all this, I would have called them crazy, man, just because, uh, you know, I, I've always been this somewhat quiet, introverted type person, but I, I, I was led by the spirit to do it, and I've really stepped outside of my box doing it, and I've learned a lot about myself, and it's just been a phenomenal experience. It really has been. It's been just phenomenal, and I, I'm just so, I have so much gratitude in my heart, and I'm just really, really looking forward to to what you know the future holds with it. Mm. You said, and you said earlier uh, in the first hour, uh, Justin, that uh, you talk about vibrations. Not obviously, I've been doing this program since 2004 myself. Had thousands of guests on. That that term comes up. How would you describe somebody who may have what you would consider maybe they're in low vibration? How can they increase their vibrations? And and what is vibrations? Well, I'll start off with saying, uh, with answering the, the uh, what is vibration question. So, um, vibration has to do with energy and spirit, right? Uh, when one is vibrating low, they're restricted from being who they need to be in order to fulfill the Father's plan. And each and every day since, since we're born, we, we were not only programmed, but then we're distracted from, from, uh, by different avenues from allowing us to reach that high vibration. And it's something that's purposely done as well, Daniel. I really do believe it is. Um, you know, it, it, obviously evil is rampant. Um, and when, when one is in a low vibration, they attract more and more negative energy. And to give you an example, uh, I, I, when I interviewed uh, David Icke this year, he had an interesting take on this horrible illness that started in 2020. And uh, his belief is that it's a negative energy and that feeds off of the spirit and, and the low vibration uh, in, in your soul, if you will. And as long as you are in a, a, a low, low vibrating, negative mindset and spirit about yourself, then that just allows more and more negative energy to come in. Now, how do you change that? The great thing is we are equipped with, the Father has equipped us with every tool we need to make that change. And I really believe that people's biggest issue with making that change is A, they don't know how, and B, that, that F word, that fear factor, right? I really believe that once people start understanding that they have that power, that strength inside, 
to overcome these things, they can do it. And what I what I personally recommend is to start meditating, start allowing yourself to open up your third eye, um, start doing things to to cleanse, start disassociating yourself with negative people and negative things, and start reprogramming the mind to have a, a positive mindset. I'll, you know, so many things start in the mind with how you like we, we're able to manifest good and evil but it all it all starts in the mind so the thing is being able to change your mindset to be able to reprogram yourself by doing the meditating by staying in the spirit and and by 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 living a healthy lifestyle and you know once you get all that together and then there's going to be things that that come along as well that the spirit will reveal to you things you need to do and, and then things that just start falling into place and you'll, you'll get these opportunities and you meet people and you know and, and food is another big thing too you know things are purposely done to the food as we know you know they put in all that types of pesticides hormones and everything in the food and but once we uh once we do these things, that's just like the base template, if you will. But once we start doing these things and, and working really hard to change our mindset and our beliefs about things and, and believing in us and, and then calling on the Father for help, then, then, then you, can, you can start to then have that change and, and vibrate to a, to a, on a higher level. Mm-hmm. All right. Well said there. Right, questions keep coming in here. Uh, Rose says, uh, Justin, what does the title of your book mean in the eye of the Father? Oh, great question, Rose. The top, what I mean by in, the title of the book means, even though I went through so much trauma, so much ill will in life, I was right in the eye of the Father the entire time. I was able to imagine a hurricane, right? And you're in the eye of a hurricane, Rose. You have all this chaos and confusion going in around you, and yeah, you may be scared. You, you may you may have fear you may have this you may have that but the father has you and really even though we have that fear the truth is we have nothing to worry about hmm. okay and then this follow-up question uh, can you please describe the war of the archangels and how the battle continues on earth to this day picking up on the theme I think of you talking about the earlier when you said uh, about these battles yeah, simply simply put, it's a, it's a battle of good and evil. That's what it is. It's it's a battle of good and evil. Um, you know that that is that's been playing out for thousands of years, and uh, it, it's 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 getting stronger. And I, I I really believe we are we are coming to to the end. Um, I, I do believe that we are in the last days, just based off all the chaos and confusion that's coming that's going on in this world today. Um. Just, just a battle of good and evil. I mean, you, you see it with with the shot. You see it with um, craziness. Uh, you know, I, I mean, all this stuff going on. I mean, I'm sure you heard about what happened in Michigan at the high school last. You know, uh, this that, past week. That, that was low vibration. I, I think. Oh man, <laughs> that was. Uh, I heard they they caught the parents this morning. They they went on a run, and thank God they caught them. Goodness gracious! Yeah, I so thought I I, I I thought I saw somewhere where the mom said, uh, "No, we're not mad at you. Just don't get caught next time." Yeah, right. yeah. So they got the kid the gun for his birthday or Christmas, early Christmas gift, whatever it was, and then he was in class looking up ammunition 
teacher noticed them, called the parents. Mom was like, okay, whatever. And then she sent the son a text saying, next time, don't get caught. I mean, come on. And see, that is something right there, a family that has an attachment. Attachment, an attachment, an evil energy attachment on them to even do something like that. And, to, and obviously for what that, that kid did, I, I guarantee that that kid has some type of possession, man. I guarantee he did. And there's a lot of people walking around out here that have these attachments and possessions. Mm -hmm. That's well, why it's so important for people to put on that armor every day, you know, to, 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 to block that stuff out. Well, I agree with you 100% there, Justin. Um, and should we rely on our feelings, say like we're in a crowd, in a, in a place somewhere, in a mall, who knows where, and, and just get that, that eerie feeling uh, that maybe the person, somebody around you doesn't have your best interest in mind, so to speak, or are exuding this evil intent, or is that something that we can cultivate? Is that something we should, is that something that works for us? Because you mentioned that we have everything we need inside. That warning system, is that yeah. built in? Yeah, absolutely. That is in each and every one of us. And that first thought, that first feeling you get, and you know it. But the thing is to be aware of it, A, and to listen to it. Absolutely. When you have a feeling, I don't care what it is. If if you're if, if you're in a situation like that where something doesn't seem right, or it could be something positive, or something that you feel led to say to somebody, you know, in in a good manner, you have to listen to it. You absolutely have to listen to that. Yes. And you know, if you you happen to be out somewhere, a mall, a store, whatever, and you, you see some individuals, and they may not be doing you know anything, but if you get a certain feeling about them. Go the other way. Yes, absolutely. Th th those are one of the many tools that we are equipped with. Yes, De sir. Definitely low vibration there, too. All right. Uh, are entities that lurk in lower dimensions the archons? I don't know anything about the archons, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a lot about uh, the archons either, but I can tell you that uh, these energies uh, that, that lurk in these lower, they're not even in lower dimensions. They're, they're, they're here. They're here on Earth. Uh, I think that's part of the possession we see see going on. In fact, um, I've come to learn that uh, everything you see that looks like me and you with two arms and two legs is not human. <laughs> what? Uh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Say what? Say that? <laughs> <laughs> I love my thought bubbles, man. Y'all put some in your show. Um, because what you just said there is... Did you say you watched the program? Did you watch the show before you came on? Uh, I was, I was, I watched maybe five minutes of it before you called me. Okay. Well, so yeah, and that's why it made. And I, I didn't really tell you this. I should have told you. I, I you know, I said eight thirty is when you come on, but the show starts at eight. You know, there's intros. We have a positive report. We have something called a bear report, and uh, uh, bear calls into the show, and nothing but positive stories. Nothing, just positive stories, man. Uplifting stories of good people doing good things across the country. And then I do something called ranting points, which is the exact opposite. <laughs> but, but anyway, so so I'm, you know, I so I have a tendency to to, to rant a little bit. But um, and then I lost my train of thought, as you probably have to use sometime in your life. Okay, so I, I read I read your book, and there's one chapter. Now we talk about the chapters in in the beginning, the contents. There's one title of a chapter that made me laugh. Use your clairvoyance and tell me what that title is. 
Oh man, see that you are starts with a seven. I, I, I'll let, I'm, I'm letting you off the hook. I'm letting you off the hook. It was chapter seven, love and marriage. When I read that, what came into my mind? Love and marriage, love and you know, it's, I don't know. That's a song. That's a song from a sitcom. I love that song, man. Yeah, no, that's a song in a sitcom. I can't remember what the name of that, that show. It was a stupid show anyway. Uh, All right. Oh, so, the Bundies. Wasn't that uh, Married with Children? Yeah, Married with Children. Yeah, lo Love and Marriage when I saw that. Okay, but now I want to get back. We got, we got people need helping. And we and you and I, we got to help them. And one of the things we talked about in the first hour, Justin, disability. You say, well, you can forget your fears. You know, you can get another job. You can make more money. You can do this and that. But if you've got disabilities, you might be stuck. How can they... Uh, find their dreams when they have all the what they consider disadvantages that won't allow them it's an unchangeable disadvantage per se because everything else you, you described could be changed yeah you know what Daniel um, disabled people have a special place in my heart and, and these are that's one group of people that I, I feel led by the spirit to, to help and I, that I'm going to do some great things for three are seniors children and disabled those are three uh demographic of people who unfortunately a lot of the time don't have a voice and and my goal is to to be to be a voice for those for those three um i used to work for a, a stem cell company where uh, we would fly people in from all around the world um, to, to have stem cell treatments and um I worked in sales, and the majority of our patients were uh, patients that suffered from multiple sclerosis. And if you know anything about MS, it's it's a nasty, horrible disease. A lot of times, people with MS they uh, they lose the ability to walk. Uh, they're wheelchair bound. In some 15, 20 years, uh, we used to uh, treat people with Parkinson's as well as Alzheimer's. And I was able to, uh, fortunate enough to develop positive relationships with these people. And even some of them, people that had a mess and were wheelchair bound, after receiving stem cell treatment, they were able to walk again. Now they weren't running marathons or anything like that, but they went from um, being in a wheelchair to standing up on their own. And then maybe six months later, being able to take two or three steps. Then maybe a year later, being able to walk across the room. And that's a win for them. Now, circling back to your question, and with my mindset is anything is possible, and, and, and let me just go back to say, I, man, I, I've been on the phone, I was on the phone with some of those patients, playing with them, crying with them, and even though I wasn't in their situation, I was able to feel their pain. And one thing I know is that people that are disabled, they need to be loved. They need to be heard, and they won't, they need to be accepted. Okay, those are three very important things. So, if we, as a collective society, are able to provide people that are disabled with those three things along with modern medicine or science such as stem cell treatments or, or whatever that comes along in the future 
it can be life-changing for them. Now, Christ was a healer. And healing is real. And healing brings freedom. And as we rise as a collective conscious and vibrate higher, we are going to see some of those same healings, types of healings by by, by, by several people that Christ performed. But it all starts with love, man. You know, we, we have to love, love on people that are disabled. We have to show empathy and sympathy to them as well. You know, and I'm very, very excited to see what's coming down the pipeline for the disabled in regards to them being able to have that sense of freedom and overcoming their struggles. Mm. Um, you know, I think it's going to be some incredible, incredible advances in medicine over the next 10 years where you're going to see people with, uh, you know, spinal injuries walk again. Uh, well, and, and things like that. let me go on with your point here. If we can develop a miracle, quote, miracle vaccine in 108 days, why the hell right. can't we do that for multiple sclerosis or cancer? Why can't we have a warp speed on things that are really killing people and have been killing people for a long time? I don't, I don't understand why we can't get to that point. There's no money well, in it or can. what? Right, we can. They just, they won't allow it to happen. Because mm. as we know, the money is in putting a Band-Aid over illness, not a cure, right? Mm -hmm. well, That's where the money is. Well, you got them. I know, I know one thing, Justin. Somebody did a Freedom of Information Act against the FDA on on the vaccine. The vaccine was approved and developed in 108 days, but they say it's going to take 55 years for us to tell you how we did it. That's yes, what they I said. There's an old old saying that says, "Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining," because right there, that's called gaslighting, man. I mean, don't tell me 55. Who? What? Okay, anyway. Yeah. Oh, hey, it finally came back to me. I thought I was pretty embarrassed. I couldn't remember, but it did, I did recall what I was saying with my ranting points because you're talking about people that may not be people. Now, that's conspiracy. But there's a video out there just recently of the Pfizer executive talking to Lester Holt, I think. And in that video, I don't know if you've seen it, man, but his neck starts puffing like a frog. I mean, his whole neck collar, his whole bone go boop, 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 boop. And I put a frog next to him. You know, had his hidden, <laughs> and that frog was doing the same thing. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. He, and, he, and I'm thinking, this guy ain't human, man, and this guy's in charge of the whole freaking planet, you know, and we're all going to be frogs, man. And it's weird about that too, Justin, because as you know, the Bible says that in the end days, and somebody asked a question about the book of Revelation, it says there are going to be three frogs coming out and doing some crazy stuff at the end of days. Well, there's one frog right there. You got to go look that video. So anyway, I put that in my ranting points, and uh, there's a link at the top of my website if you want to. It says ranting points. You click on it, it should be in there. You'll see it. But I'm just saying, man, I, I kind of agree with you. I'm not certain yeah. that everybody walking around here is is completely human. Let me ask you something though about that. The the other thing about fear is there's a lot of movies about people's fear, like the the enemy, the devil, the dark forces know what your fear is, and so they play it to you. You know, they get you trapped in it because they know what your fear is. Like you, you may have a fear of dolls or something. Now I got a fear of nutcrackers. Okay, my here, you know what a nutcracker is? 
Them things, okay, they sit there. Yeah, they'll stand there by the fireplace. When you're looking at them, yeah, when you're looking at them, but you go, you go in your bedroom at night, you come back out, that thing's going to be moving, man. It, it won't be in the same place. I'm just saying, so nutcrackers, keep, nutcrackers and clowns. Oh. But anyway, I'm just saying, some people have suggested there's something in these shots that are tailored. Do you have any oh, yes. speculation on that? Wow, that's a great question, Daniel. I actually interviewed someone recently on my podcast about this, a lady by the name of Niche, and uh, she had some she had some great um, some great thoughts on that man. And what she was saying is that uh, the the shot has something in it that changes your DNA, right? And then once it changes your DNA and, it, and it's patent and once, once you get that inside of you and it, it makes those changes, they actually have the ability to, to control you and have the ability to possibly take over your conscious mind as well. Now, what I've seen from people I know that have gotten the shot, their, their mindset has changed. They, they, it's like they, they've gone from being just logical thinking people to people that are evil in nature, if you will, and confused. Just as well. I, I, so I am feel, I am feeling that. Yeah, it's I am feeling that. Definitely going on with that thing, man. It's definitely something in there. You know, yeah. and then, you, then they have all this metaverse and all this virtual reality stuff coming out, and it's going to be very interesting to see how that all plays into everything as well. Mm-hmm. Then, then, there, then there's the transhumanism talk as well, you know. So, uh, some some scary stuff for well, a lot of people, well, man. Well, you actually you said that in the first hour. You you said something like, uh, I, "I used to think things are the way they are, but now I'm thinking pretty much anything's possible." And if we yes. if we if we look at where we are compared to maybe ten years ago, they, that group wouldn't even believe what's going on up in here today so when we say when i say this guy was a frog man i mean i've seen people with these these black eyes they, they're like one color and they shift to black and then uh this guy you gotta look at that video man his whole his whole collar is like a frog well i think I if, we just, if we just shoot the if we just give him the vaccine and he's doing this so you can't say that stuff's crazy anymore it, that, that's how they oh, used to shit. shut down the argument. That's how they always shut it down. There, you're crazy. That's insane. Well, have you have you been alive in the last year? Tell me what's insane, man. We haven't reached insane. Yeah. Nothing know? is as it seems, Daniel. I'm telling you, nothing is as it seems. It's some out of this world crazy stuff going on. I, I sometimes think, wow, if I could just have 15, 20 minutes in the in the, in the basement of the Vatican, or 15, 20 minutes in the with the the top classified secret Pentagon documents stuff would blow our minds man it would be unbelievable like what you know just like back in the 30s or 40s when people were told yeah one day we're going to send a man to the moon if, if you believe that to be true that's still I don't know but that's crazy it's no way in the world somebody go up there on the moon so I think some of the stuff that that's going on I think that we would have a similar mindset like what no way but uh, it, it's evil. It's demonic. Um, these evil forces are at play, and they are ramped up. You have all type of energies and entities coming through portals, um, possessing people, taking 
forms, doing this shape shifting. Um, it is crazy. Even in my experiences uh, doing my meditation and out of body experiences, um, mm -hmm. I, I've seen some some crazy things. I've seen the whore Babylon. Um, I, I saw this uh, large, tall. This, this thing was about eight nine feet tall, and it, it looked like a, a like almost like a totem pole. And it was it was it was like looked like like me, like a, a black person, right? And it, I saw a, my a family member was right next to it, and this family member was was in was in fear. And then this this thing lunged at me. It's like it tried to punch me or stab me. And then we had this battle, and and I got I got scared, and I called on Archangel Michael. I kid you not. As soon as I called, before I even got his name out, the corner of my eye, I saw Michael coming, wings and all, flying at like 200 miles an hour. Made contact with this thing, boom, it's gone, just like that. Wow. It was amazing. It wasn't even a fight. It was just he made contact. The thing was gone, and then. My family member was freed, and it was, uh, it was, boom, it was, mm. it was something else. Mm. It was something else. Um, oof. <laughs> get chills just thinking about it. Yeah, I, I read that in your book, and uh, the it reminded me of an event in my life when I was at a job, and I was talking to a guy. I just standing there talking to him, and I looked up, and there were two angels right above us that were fighting it out. I mean, there was it was two angels, man. I thought, and, I'm, and he's talking to me, and I'm looking with like it was astonishment, and then he's like, poof, disappeared, and and I'm, yeah. I'm wondering what did I see and why did I see it? I came to find out later that this guy would go in some back room and he was praying to some evil god oh. at this workplace. Wow. I didn't even know wow. it, man. So so I didn't have a pre, I had no pre thing to come up with this because of that I didn't know I didn't find out after but when you said you saw that angel so people can see these things now so yeah, my wife has that gift actually she she sees angels all the time in our house around us and she also sees people's auras like she was telling my, my mom because my mom lives with us she's 80 years old we, mm -hmm. you know we, we right. care for her right. nice and it was just last week where she she said mother Williams you have this white aura around you mm-hmm you know, she sees angels. She she, she sees sees uh, these auras, and it's just remarkable. In fact, one time she told me we were, we were outside on the back patio, and we were talking about the Father and angels. And then I started speaking of, of, of uh, Archangel Michael, and then she went like this. She was startled, and she says, "You you he's behind you," and she just saw these huge wings, you know, and he was just just standing there. It was said it was a beautiful sight, and I have a friend as well who saw. Archangel Michael in the in the Amazon as well uh, many years ago and he was about two three stories tall and a, 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 a great sight to see well let me ask him you brought your wife up a little bit there uh, where where is she with you on on your I don't want to say belief system or experiences or what you say I mean are you guys tight on that she or are you kind of separate but together or uh, how's all that working we we, we definitely align. You know, when, when I started making changes and doing things different in 2020 with, with the spirituality and different things like that, um, you know, she was like, Justin, what's, what's going on? And it was rough. We had a very, very rough period. We went through a rough patch. Uh, but now um, she's at a, a place where she's, you know, she's, she's okay. And, and like our views, our beliefs align now. 
mm-hmm. but she had to go through her own things. Um, mm-hmm. Her, like myself, she she had some traumas as a child too, with her family, specifically her mother, as well as her aunt. You know, uh, she got teased a lot as a kid, and they they just they just treated her like crap. They were not very nice to her, so that caused her a lot of a lot of pain, a lot of traumas with self and. Um, 2020 was a year, especially later in 2020, was a year, and, and earlier earlier this year too, where she was able to work through a lot of those those pains. Because I, I said, babe, why don't you you why don't you try this? You know, she, you know, because we we man, we we use uh, you know uh, crystals, uh, sage, all types of stuff, you know, things like that, and. Uh, we start doing these things and, and like especially when I bought the crystals and like like right here this is a, a Metatron cube pyramid yeah. right here wow. it has a flower life on it then yeah. I have Archangel Michael here and we, we do different incense and I tell you what Daniel as soon as I bought these things into my home it was an immediate shift I mean energy you felt it she was like oh my god it was immediate shift of high, high vibrational energy it was like all this negative energy was just cleaned out. And we were walking around like, man, do you feel that? And then I asked my mom about it. She was like, I feel something, but what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, being that she's, you know, the Christian background and, and religion and things like that. But uh, yeah, just circling back to your question, we, we definitely align now. And um, it's just been a beautiful journey, how we have, have grown together and how things are working out uh, with our with our marriage. Uh, you know, we've we've had our rough patches. We've we've been married now. Uh, next year will be uh, 15 years of marriage. And um, hey, you know, I, I I'm I'm so blessed. I am so blessed. She's a she's a great woman, great lady. So so is she going to want to jump out of a plane with you sometime? Oh no, she's not doing that, man. <laughs> she was with me. She stayed on the ground. And she she was like, what I thought I was going to do. And she's like, what? what? <laughs> you know, but uh, no, she's definitely not doing that. But she she has her own path to where she's mm-hmm. she's discovering her freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, sounds like a lot of fun in your household, there. Oh man, it's it's been you know, I, I guess freedom is is the the best word for me to describe it. You know, I prior to to my to experiencing these different things, I was I, I dealt with anxiety, I dealt with depression, uh, of course rooted in low vibration uh, because of the traumas I experienced as a child. Um, and I, I've just been led by the Spirit, my friend, and the Spirit has revealed truth to me, and I stand in my truth, and my goal, my plan, my victory is to to give back, to pay it forward. Um, you know, and I do that with my podcast, I'm doing that now with my book, and um, it's just, I'm just excited to see what the Father, Father has ahead. Uh, for for myself and my family and, and and for everyone else, it's just so much gratitude. I, I use that word gratitude and thankfulness all the time uh, because when I think back of where I was and where I am now, with, with vibrating high and, and 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 doing what I did to work through the issues that I dealt with, it's just uh, man, God is good. <laughs> God is good. Now, now let me let me ask something. Now, does 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 one have to give up meat? To get where you are, that was my journey. That's my truth. Because I'm not, you know, I'm not thinking that's, that's my journey right now, uh, Weston. That's, <laughs> that's Justin. okay. That's okay. There's, there's no, there's no set plan to it. And yeah, I haven't had a, and I love steak. I love bacon, man. I do. I haven't had. I stopped eating pork, bacon, like 
maybe three years ago, maybe four years ago now, and I gave up steak and chicken and all that uh, in 2020. So I, I still do, you know, seafood, you know, but I'm actually cutting back on that now. <clears throat> but uh, mainly a plant-based diet. I was 205. Now I'm down to, to uh, 180, actually 175 now, 178 now. Um, and my energy level has gone up. It helps with my awareness, um, mental clarity, uh, you know, death of the death of the old has, has revealed the new man. I, I'm like this reborn, reborn person. Wow. Okay, got this question coming in from uh, William Strasser. It says, "I've prayed for a healing. A green ball of light came. It was pure love. A true miracle happened. Have you ever seen the Archangel Raphael? Has he had?" Any healing agencies, any agency healing angels come to you? Sorry. Oh, that really struck a chord with me, man. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I have not seen that archangel. I've seen Michael a few times, but I have not seen that one. And I say that struck a chord with me because I want to say, yeah, it was Sunday night going into Monday morning. I was dog tired and um, laying in my bed. I finally fell asleep and when I first closed my eyes I had this green flash just as he described this green flash and I was it kind of made me open my eyes I was like oh my god what was that and then I closed my eyes again and then um, the the most clearest vision that I've ever had I experienced and it was a mix of numbers and clouds and swirls and it was just it was incredible, something I never experienced before. But now that he says that, I wonder if that was uh, an archangel somehow communicating with me. And that, that's how I do. I have these visions, especially when I go into my meditation. I have, uh, you know, the, the Father allows me to have these these visions that I have. So I'm really, really big on that. But uh, I'm going to have to research that archangel. What, 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 what angel uh, was Raphael. it? Raphael. Okay, I've actually, yeah. Now I have, I have prayed because uh, I do, I do a prayer to to the Father, and uh, had this thing where I do it's kind of like a prayer to Metatron, and I've actually spoken to uh, Raphael through through prayer. So it's been some time, but that that is interesting. I'm going to have to dive deep with that. But that green flash, something about that green flash, and uh, wow, okay. Okay, we have this question here. It says, uh, Justin, uh, speaking about healing disability, is transhumanism a force for good or bad, or both? I believe it's a force for bad. I, I don't think that we should, I don't think that the human body, the Father's creation, should be changed to align with any type of patents or devices or anything like that. I don't think that's what we're created for. Mm -hmm. And knowing what I know and, and the research I've done in regards to transhumanism, I don't think that the, aligns with the Father's plan for humanity. So I'm, I'm definitely not on board with it at all. And I know the way that it's presented is to where, um, you know, um, it will prolong life and heal diseases and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I, I just can't, get, I can't get, get on board with that. Now, at some point in the future, that may change, right? Anything is possible. That's my mantra. And, you know, I may get a message or from the Father or whatnot, but as of right now, where I'm at on my journey, I, I don't align with that at all. Mm -hmm. So I, I say it's it's an evil, evil thing. Let, let me put something past you. Um, 
those who have been watching the show for a long time have heard me make this theory. Uh, you mentioned in the first hour something about DNA. Um, if you look at all the world religions, most of the world's religions, they have some sort of heaven scenario. Uh, the Bible describes one. I mean, people, you always hear people talk about the pearly gates, that St. Peter's waiting at the pearly gates, and then you, you got to be in a certain state condition to get into the pearly gates, right? Because the other thing, you're going to be blocked and go down the other way. So there's this kind of mythos, so to speak. Let me posit this to you. If, if the jab changes people's DNA, when they go to die and go to heaven, and let's just say there is this gate, wouldn't they say, you're not even human? Because God, the creator, created humans, and this is what that DNA strand looks like, and yours is altered. I mean, is that a possibility? I don't think so. I mean, that's a, that's a great, great question, but I, I don't think so. Um, as we know, the Father has the ability to, to do what he wants and then make the changes that we want, that he wants. Um, you know, I, I'm obviously not for the jab, but I think that's when grace comes in. Um, as humans, we make decisions that may not align with the Father. Mm -hmm. We do things that may not always be in our best interest mm -hmm. out of ignorance or being programmed or being led to, some, to do something. But I, be, I believe that, that love and grace is so powerful that you know, when we get to heaven or, or whatever it is that's waiting mm -hmm. for us on the other side, yeah. especially if you live your, your, your life in, in a way that aligns with the Father, I, I can't, I don't believe that you won't be granted that, 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 that peace, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that land of milk and honey, if you will, mm -hmm. um, you know. Okay, let me ask them, let's suppose that somebody had their DNA altered, uh, somebody mentioned transhumanism. And what makes us human? I guess that's still up for debate, and philosophers have been debating that for a long time. Uh, what makes us different? Um, but if somebody's had their DNA changed, altered, uh, is it there a vibrational way to repair it? If someone's had their DNA altered, is there a vibrational way to repair? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that can be that that is is healing. Yeah, I, I would say that is healing, and um, there's nothing too great. That, that love and, and the, the father cannot cannot deal with or heal absolutely um, if, if Christ was able to to raise a man from the dead I certainly believe that's possible as Christ said you'll be able to do all that I can do and more so absolutely absolutely there, there, there's there's hope for that yes sir right. now your book where, where do people in general where, where can they get that book oh Amazon is the place sir Amazon is the place in the eye of the father the memoir of faith and redemption my truth, my story. Amazon is the place. It's uh, eleven ninety nine paperback, twenty one ninety nine for hard copy, and also uh, we have the, the Kindle version for three ninety nine as well. Mm. Um, it was a it was a great journey writing it. Um, brought back a lot of memories, um, but something that uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely proud of, and uh, something I, I'm. I know will will help those in need. Um, mm -hmm. I've gotten some pretty good feedback on it thus far, and uh, um, I've actually planned to write another book. I'm going to begin in uh, sometime next year in the springtime. It's not going to it's going to be a little different, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, Amazon is the place. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have this question here. It says, "Have you ever read the book Ask Your Angels?" I read it a month before my experience. 
No, I have not. But I'm gonna have to jot that down. <laughs> Sounds interesting. Ask your angels. And let's see. Do, do we all have angels, Justin? Oh, absolutely. We have angels. We have spirit guides. We we have those that that love us and we love that have passed on um, around us all the time, helping mm -hmm. us, um, assisting us, guiding us without doubt. Um, we 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 just need to get to the point where we are aware of that and get to the point where we're able to um, hear them. And they send us signs all the time. And I'm, I'm like really big into numbers as well. Uh, numbers, uh, angels will, will send numbers. You know, numbers have meanings, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and that's, that's one way they communicate with us. Uh, but again, that's one of those things that um, has been, uh, you know, hidden from us, right? But the, the truth is coming out. But uh, yeah, angels are, are definitely around us all the time. Like I know my father's around me. My sister passed back in 2013. She's around me. Um, and, and you know the Bible you know well I shouldn't say the Bible says but I think people read a certain verse of the Bible and they say well you shouldn't communicate with the dead based on a story that's in the Bible but I don't know if that's necessarily true but I've I've had those communications with my father with my sister even my grandmother that have that have uh, all three have, have passed on um, that, and even with my wife's uh, grandparents well that, that question so, that question has come up several times and I've heard people say you're not supposed to and I and uh, you know, I, I think the, the discernment is in order for that. I don't think it's that cut and dry. I mean, because, and I put it this way, you go to a, a funeral, say a, a, a wife's husband just died of 30 years. She's standing over the grave talking to him. So I'm going to miss you and just, you know, I wish you were here. You're talking to the dead. Would you, would those people tell them, "Hey, you can't do it because the Bible says you can't do that"? If they, if they can't at that moment go and up there and say that, then their conviction isn't that strong because that isn't that cut and dry. Because we all have said, you know, I've told my mom I miss you. You know, she's gone on, never really knew her, but you know, uh, I I can't. I, I, there must be some other level, you know, maybe if you have nefarious intent, you're talking to dead people because you want them to go harass somebody, you know, maybe, maybe that's the thing, you know, but I'm just saying you gotta be careful with that. That doesn't work in all scenarios. It can't be a cut and dry truth like that. Right. And I, I totally agree. And I, I think that's one of those things where people have been programmed to believe a certain way um, for, for certain reasons, uh, you know, and, and part of having those abilities, which they are in us, um, are is part of us ascending higher, a higher level of consciousness, and, and those the ability to do that is one of the many gifts that we have as humans that the Father has placed inside of us. And and through my experience, it's not necessarily it was just never anything where I had the intention. Oh, I'm going to try to communicate with my father, grandmother, or sister. Is is more so something that when I'm uh, having my quiet time alone in my sacred space or. It's even happened when I'm sitting up in the bed. These I get these hits, these downloads, right? And and this information just starts coming to me. Um, one part that I have in my book is where I had this communication with uh, my wife's uh, grandfather and grandmother, and I was told some things that my wife never discussed with me. One thing I know when these spirits of loved ones come around is that the the energy in the room shifts, so it, it's like the the atmosphere gets very tight, very tense, and I can, I can actually feel it. And mm -hmm. then, uh, so that happened. And then I said to my wife, I said, "Somebody's with us right now." And then 
it was told to me that it was her grandparents. And then they start telling me this information. And then I related to my wife and her jaw dropped to the floor because that's, it was something she never, never, ever discussed with me. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those things, you know. But, uh, again, I've never tried to do it. It's just almost mm-hmm. as if they come come to me, you mm-hmm. know, when it, when it's happened. You know, and, again, it's, it's, it's almost like a, a thought coming into the brain, you know. And, and, you know, like I've always said, the brain, the real brain is the heart, and, and, and the uh, medicine is, is, is actually starting to say that as well. In my opinion, which I was told, the, the actual brain is, is nothing but a receiver where we receive information, you know, from, from the universe or from forever, and then we, we just process that information, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, as that information comes, um, you, you, you know, I get still, and then, then I, just, I just take it in, so... Okay, got a couple more questions here, and we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, do you believe that heaven is a physical place or a level of consciousness? I don't believe it's a physical place. I believe heaven is in us. Now, I also believe that when we leave this realm, I believe you know, the, I believe that the body dies, uh, but the spirit lives on forever. I think that we were all here before. Um, well, we we all. I think we're all part of a collective consciousness. And I think heaven is uh, something, uh, a place where we go um, after we, well, no, let me, let me back up. I don't, I guess the simple answer is, Daniel, I don't think heaven, I don't think it's going to be a place with pearly gates and you go and you do this and you do that. I think that um, heaven is, is something that is, man, best way for me to say it I guess it, I guess I do believe it's a like a higher level of consciousness I, I believe that there's wherever we go after we live leave here there's work to be done and we're working in the spiritual world mm-hmm. but I do think that when we leave here I think we we go to another a higher level of consciousness that we're unable to obtain here on earth while we're in these bodies mm. I would just think about another example in my own personal life about talking to the dead. I had a brother who was dying and he was talking to another brother who was already dead, who already passed away. And he said, he's in the room, he's standing right there. So you would say, well, he's talking to the dead. Am I going to tell him you're, you're crazy? You know, that's unbiblical. You can't do that. No, I'm not. So I think we just need to have empathy. You know, you said you did, you, you showed a great deal of empathy when you were talking about the disabled. And I really, that really showed your heart there. Uh, Justin, well, let's go ahead. We're near the end of the broadcast. Let's go ahead and check our poll here. And the question at hand: What limits you the most? And uh, it went uh, it's like a three-way tie: fear, money, disability, and then time and oh. and that. But so fear is still kind of up there. So why don't we kind of? Is there something in your book that addresses fear? Absolutely. So when I when I talk about my skydiving experience, I, I go deep into how to deal with fear. Um, fear is obviously energy, but it's also an illusion. Um, fear is uh, what I believe to be demonic, satanic base. Um, and love is greater. Love is greater than fear, more powerful. And I believe that it, it starts with the mindset. You have to take control of that fear. You have to say, no, you will not control me. Because remember, fear is a bully. And fear comes to, to, to kill and destroy and to prevent you from being your best self. And I wholeheartedly believe that the great father places the best things in life on the other side of fear, man. I, I experienced that um, after my skydive jump, 
and I've experienced that ever since I started my podcast um, and and went through the process of uh, of, of rebirth, if you will. And um, again, that that F word, the freedom, the other F word, and it's just this sense of freedom that I've had in my life with knowing how to control fear. And uh, you know, and for anyone that that is able to do that and get to that point, uh, it is just a life of abundance of freedom, a life of joy, a life of gratitude, and it's so much to learn about yourself. It's so much to learn about what the Father has in store for you, your plan. I'm not doing anything different than anyone else can do. We all have it in us. And that's where people, you, you got you to gotta first know that no matter what you've been told, no matter what you've been through, no matter what they're saying on TV and the media, that it's all flub. It's, it's, don't, I mean, don't pay any attention to it. Walk in your own truth. Don't be afraid of what people are going to say or people are going to think about you. You know, just have that mindset that the Father has something greater, that you can step into your greatness and you can be a part of this change as the vibration on the planet rises and we come together as humanity. Don't let these, these, these governments and this media separate you. Right now we see tons of separation, whether it be between, you know, like 2020 between black and white people or between people that get the jab and people that don't get the jab. That's all crap put in place to prevent us from being our highest and our best mm -hmm. selves. We are all, we are all children of the most high God. And I tell you what, if we are gonna come together now is the time to do it, people. Now is the time to do it. So let's come together in love and be disciplined about what we do. Don't listen to this crap that's being fed. Don't get that jab. And let's let's make change. Let's make change on, on this planet. It, I mean, it's time. I mean, I don't know what else people need to see or know. I mean, it's so obvious. They're so in your face now as before it was hidden. But they're so in your face just throwing things at you. We don't need that. And you don't have to accept it. I mean, and, and people get scared, like, oh, I, I might have to get the jab if I want to keep working, and I might have to do that. No, no. I tell you what, you do some of the things I've been telling you guys to do tonight, and, and see what happens. See how the Father just opens up opportunities for you. You take one step forward, and he's going to take four or five and just grab your hand. And, you know, and that was another thing that was told to me years ago. You have nothing to worry about, and that's just not me. That's everybody. If you are based in love and the, the divine light of the universe, the Father, you have nothing to worry about. That's that's the battle. That's the war, right? We got. We already know the outcome. We have the victory, man. But is it going to be easy? Heck no, it's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be. Because if it was easy, we'd take it for granted. It's a lesson in this. It's a lesson in this. So we let's just stand strong on the Father's promise. We, we are great. We are a great. We are the Father's greatest creation. That's, well, that's, that's true. Well, when we, you and I came together tonight and uh, and uh, and gave some people some things to think about, uh, and you continue to do that on the uh, Gateway Podcast. When does that come on, and how can people hear it? See it every Thursday. Every Thursday, I, I drop a new episode. Um, drops uh, eight eight a.m. Uh, Eastern Time. Um, they can catch it on YouTube. Also available on all podcast platforms as well. Uh, some of the more controversial topics that uh, aren't fit for uh, YouTube, you can catch it on BitChute. There you go. Um, again, the book is on, on Amazon, and of course, uh, we got the website, thehiddengateway.com. 
you can, if you want to talk, talk, chat, a support at thehiddengateway.com. I'm on Facebook. I have a very, very interesting Instagram page as well with a, with a, with a, a, a nice size uh, following of people who views align with me. I do a lot of talk about the jab and mandates on there and, you know, uh, yeah. that, that, you know, garners a lot of attention, but, uh, yeah, that, that's my truth. And, uh, that's what, that's what we do. So. All right. Well, Hey, uh, Justin Williams, I appreciate you coming on the edge broadcast. Can we have you on again sometime? Hey, Daniel, thank you so much for, for the opportunity. Um, I love what you have going on, mate. May you and your listeners be forever blessed, man, and keep on fighting a good fight, my friend. All right. You too, and thanks a lot, and uh, stay safe out there. Good luck to you. So we'll do. Thank you.